1: Welcome to Dr. Mara Carpel and your golden years this evening and every Sunday evening at 5 p.m. Central Time and that's 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time right here on blogtalkradio.com and on drmaracarpel.com. And today is Sunday, July 29th and we are back in beautiful, very hot Austin, Texas. And I hope wherever you are, you're staying cool somehow, and we'll try to keep you cool right here. Uh, Art Mendoza, the accomplice entertainment producer of this program, is here with us to make the show run smoothly. And we have another great program in store for you. Uh, This evening, in a little while after the break, Nationally known Kundalini Yoga teacher and founder of co-founder of raviana.com, dot com, co-founder with Anna Brett. We have Ravi Singh joining us once again, and this time Ravi joins us to tell us about his and Anna Brett's new book, The Kundalini Yoga Book: Life in the Vast Lane, the ultimate guide to dynamic inner and outer system of Kundalini Yoga. And he will discuss the unique benefits of Kundalini yoga. And then later in the program, metal sculptor Brian Wedgworth will join us to talk about his latest creations. And along the way, I will give another sneak at life, creating vitality and joy at any age, which is now available on Kindle and we'll be launching the soft cover book in September. So I will, discuss the chapter, Surviving and Forgiving the Critic. And throughout this evening's program, we will have time to take your questions. So if you have any questions or comments for me or for my guests, please feel free to give a call. The toll-free number is 855-345-4720. That's 855-345-4720 or you can email your questions to me and I will read them on the air and my email address is Dr. Mara, that's drmara that's d r m a r a D r m a r a k a r p e l d r m a r a k a r p e l.com and if you do have questions for my guests, please feel, please be sure to call or email while they are still on the line so that they can answer your questions right here on the program. And you can hear this evening's show again by going to my website, drmarikarpel.com, and the link to the podcast along with all of the website links and any other important information given in the program will be posted there later tonight on my website and you can also hear the pod for this show end by going directly to Blog Talk Radio. that's D-L-O-G, com slash your golden years, your golden years. <throat> Excuse me. My Brooklyn accent is coming out. <laughs> and for information from previous programs, to listen to previous programs, to learn more about my book, to read my uh, blogs, in Huffington Post and Thrive com, You can do all of that at Dr. D R M A R A K A R P E L.com. And all of the podcasts, since we have been on Blog Talk Radio for the past four and a half years, are all available for your listening pleasure at blogtalkradio, Blog Talk Radio, dot Talk slash your golden years. So take a look, and you might notice there are some topics that uh, we discussed, um, you know, even a year or two, three or four years ago that are of interest to you, and um, you can still hear them. And for information about anything new, um, any new information about the book, um, new uh, blogs, that I've posted, upcoming shows, all of that are on my Facebook pages. Radio show page is Dr. Mara Carpell, Your Golden Years, and my book page is The Passionate Life by Dr. Mara Carpell. And if this is the first time that you're tuning in, I'm a licensed psychologist from New York City practicing here in Austin, Texas and in the Rio Grande Valley of Texas. And I work with adults of all ages and have a specialty of working with seniors and with caregivers, and for the past few years have also been evaluating veterans for PTSD. And part of the time, my office is in the wonderful Veterans Resource Center, Heroes Night Out, which is located in Cedar Park, Texas. And for information about this really great resource for veterans and for veterans' families, you can check out their website at heroesnightout.org. Do you want to contact me? Do you have a question or a comment or something that you think I should know about? Send me an email anytime to drmara, D-R-M-A-R-A at Maricarpel.com or go through my website, drmaracarpel.com or call me at 512 626 this evening's program is produced by Accomplice Entertainment, Postal Productions, and Spike Up Productions, and sponsored by Dr. Ronald DeVere, neurologist, memory specialist, and author of the book, Memory Loss, Everything You Want to Know But Forget to Ask. To make an appointment with Dr. DeVere at his memory clinic in Lakeway, Texas, or to purchase a copy of his book, you can call him at 512 512- Two six one seven nine zero nine, or send him an email to Rdevere that's R-D-E-V-E-R-E, at austin.rr.com. And his book is also available on Amazon. And this evening's program is also sponsored by StoryHouse. StoryHouse gathers your stories and turns them into multimedia collections that can be shared now and for generations to come. Have StoryHouse over to conduct a private interview in your home or invite them to your next big event or family reunion. StoryHouse, where your memories live. Find out more at yourstoryhouse.com or call 512-296-8752. Okay, so we're going to take a brief break, play a few of our sponsors' commercials. And don't go anywhere because when we come back, we'll be joined on the phone by nationally known Kundalini Yoga teacher and co founder of Raviana.com, Ravi Singh. And he'll be joining us to talk about the book, the Kundalini Yoga book, Life in the Fast Lane, and some of the unique benefits of Kundalini Yoga. Go so anywhere, we'll be right back.
0: Super psychologist Dr. Mara Karpel will be back after words from our sponsors.
2: Are you or a loved one a Medicare beneficiary? Help save you and Medicare money by stopping Medicare fraud. Fraud happens when Medicare is billed for services or supplies you never received there are three easy things you can do to fight fraud. Review your Medicare claims for accuracy, protect your personal information, and be on the lookout for suspicious activity. For more information or to report fraud, call Medicare at 1-800-MEDICARE or your local SHIP counselor at the Area Agency on Aging at 1-800-252-9240.
0: Dr. Mara's new book is now available on Kindle, The Passionate Life. Creating vitality and joy at any age by Dr. Mara Karpel, host of Your Golden Years, is ready for your reading pleasure. And remember to listen to Dr. Mara Carpell and Your Golden Years live from Austin, Texas, every Sunday on blogtalkradio.com.
1: And we are back. If you're just joining us, this is Dr. Mara Karpel in your golden years, right here on Blog Talk Radio and on DrMaraKarpel.com. And now joining us on the phone from San Diego, California, nationally known Kundalini Yoga teacher and co-founder of RaviAna.com. We have Ravi Singh joining us to talk about Kundalini Yoga. Hey, Ravi.
3: Hey, Mara, how are you doing? It's great to hear your voice.
1: It's great to talk to you this evening. I'm so happy to have you back on. You know, you were on our first um, show when we went from local radio to internet radio here on Blog Talk Radio. So that was... Wow. Yeah.
4: Well,
3: it's, quite a, while it's an ago. honor to be back.
1: Yes, and you promised that you would be back after your show was your book was released. So, thank you for keeping that promise.
3: <laughs> well, it took a, it took a bit longer than we thought, but um we're really happy that it turned out so well and we're we're very excited about it.
1: Yeah, I'm excited. I just ordered mine and I'm excited to to get to read it. Um so Before we start talking about the book, maybe you can um, just give our listeners a little bit of background about who you are.
3: Okay. Well, I've been uh, teaching Kundalini Yoga my whole adult life, and I was a definite seeker. And in the early seventies, I was trying everything to see what resonated with me. And when I encountered Kundalini yoga, for me, that was it because I felt that it multitasked so powerfully and so deeply and really addressed everything that one needs to be successful in in their inner life and outer life. And I feel that um, it's the perfect methodology to to keep the two in balance and to have one enhance the other. I feel that, um, you know, what I tell students is we want to make our life our yoga and our yoga our life. Um and, and the, the way that things are right now in life as we know it, we feel, you know, you really can't afford not to do something like yoga and meditation because it's so necessary to to contend with the pressures we're all under. Um so when you make yoga your life and your life your yoga, it's the perfect balance. There's many life exercises you can do, you know, all day long just to stay mindful, stay focused, to remember, to remember. And, um, you know, life lends itself to yoga, and yoga is a, a preparation and enhancement to life. Mm-hmm.
1: Kundalini yoga. I mean, how is kundalini different than other forms of yoga? And I know most people are familiar with, you know, the the other types of yoga. You don't hear about kundalini quite as much.
3: Well, um, basically, kundalini yoga is a fast-track process to get everything done in the time we have and, you know, as we say, still have time for a life, you know, every day, certain things need to happen to keep us healthy and balanced. And these days sane. some of those things are, you know, we need to uh, recalibrate our glandular system every day. According to yoga, we need to, uh, we need to maintain the health of the nervous system, circulatory system. We need to bring our mind and emotions under conscious control Uh, We need to expand our lung capacity. We need, and then energetically speaking, we need to work on our magnetic field. We need to align our chakras. We need to clear our subconscious mind so that we can be clear. So all these things and more really need to get done every day so we can live a day but not each day. And uh, what Kundalini Yoga is uh, is a methodology that's perfect for that. It used to be a long time ago a secret practice, but our teacher Yogi Vajran decided in the late 60s that you know this was this was what was required, you know um, you know he he felt he needed to pull out the big guns to really give people something that works, uh, you know when the first yogis came here from India, starting in the late 1800s through the 50s and 60s, they felt that Western bodies and Western psyches were just not ready for the quote unquote good stuff, but you sure. know Yogi Bajan said... Yogi Bhattan said, "You know what? That's what that's what they need. They need something here, and he get, he just gave just amazing things. And that's what uh, Kundalini Yoga represents. We like to cite it as the greatest hits of the saints and of the ages. Those things that have stood the test of time, and uh, you know, have survived because they work so amazingly."
1: Right, right. So, so maybe. Um... You can kind of give a description of it of Kundalini yoga for somebody who maybe has gone to uh, hatha yoga classes or some of the other types of yoga. How is how is Kundalini um, different from that?
3: Well, we like to say about Kundalini yoga, if you can breathe, you can do it. Um, because, and we also like to say, you don't have to be Houdini to practice Kundalini. Because, um, uh-huh. you know, if you, can, if you can even just, you know, if you're willing to just sit on the edge of the sofa with your feet flat and hips square, there's there's a lot you can do. Um, you don't even necessarily need to get on the floor. There's so many things, amazing breathing exercises and meditative things and upper body exercises. Um, so the way the Kundalini yoga differs is, yes, we have all the standard poses and things like that, but we also, again, we multitask multidimensionally. So every exercise has breathing along with it. Um, We also practice special sequences of exercises called Kriyas. So in Hatha yoga, for instance, the routines are based on uh, pose counter pose or warming up for more advanced poses. But these Kriyas are exercises that work in unison to create a synergistic exponential effect. So the, the exercise sequence is greater than some of the parts and you're really, you know, you're working at all levels at once, energetically, emotionally, uh, phys- everything, brain brain area entrainment, you name it. So it really, so every kriya delivers us to a place of, um, creates a global effect of optimization basically, like basically all systems go. And that's how they're designed and they represent thousands of years of intense research and development. And that's one of the things that make Kundalini Yoga special. The other aspect of Kundalini Yoga that's, that's special is that there's a very powerful uh, spiritual aspect to it because, um, you know, ultimately what yoga means, yoga means union, uh, union with, you know, higher power, uh, union with our higher selves, really all the same thing. And really, you know, a lot of people, you know, problems in life as we know it stem from the fact that people are looking outside for things to need to find inside. And really what everyone's, what many people are missing is the sweetness of self. And there are many things in Kundalini Yoga, especially the mantras that we do, that basically over time give us that experience of the sweetness of self. And once we taste that, we really, you know, the need for external crutches and compensations falls away. Um, And it's, it's a, um, it's a phenomena that I continue to see. I've been teaching for 45 years and the reason that I got, continue to have a love affair with Kundalini yoga because when I first started teaching in, I don't know, 1974, something like that, um, you know, I would see people get benefits in class and over time their lives would improve. And then, their families would improve and it was just this amazing domino effect. And I just, I see it happening time and again. And I continue to be in love with this practice because of what it does for people. Um, Mm -hmm. so, uh, yeah, so those are some of the, you know, so in terms of, uh, you know, what a class is like, uh, you know, some of the exercises. there's a little bit more movement with the exercises. Um, you know, we move and breathe at the same time. Um, and uh, there's also more of a variance. There's, you know, you can come to a Kundalini class every day for a month and never do the same class twice. So there's, there's a lot more variance. Um, for instance, most, most Hatha yoga classes, it's a kind of basic routine that you kind of stick to. And there's definitely something to be said for that because, you know, you perfect the poses over time, but Kundalini yoga, it's just so, it's just so vast a technology. Uh, so um, that, that's one of the main differences. And that basically, uh, you know, there's you'll never get you'll never get bored doing Kundalini Yoga because there's always something new to explore. Mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm. And
1: I can attest to you know what you're what you're talking about that feeling that everything changes and you know when I f- first started doing Kundalini Yoga, I was um, introduced to it when I first moved to Austin. I found a studio that did Kundalini, and I thought, oh, I'm going to give it a try. That was about 15 years ago. And I became hooked. I was, I was going so often that the, they asked me if I wanted to become a teacher. And wow. I didn't. I didn't. I just felt like really so, so good. Every time I left a class, I felt like I was walking on a cloud. So. Um, oh,
5: that's
1: great. Yeah, yeah. And I can say the same thing about your all of your DVDs. Um I love that I can take a class wherever I am by using your DVD or your live stream um, of a of a full Kundalini yoga class.
3: <laughs> Maybe we can um, lead your listeners through a, a, a little exercise just to give them okay. a sense of... Um, so, you know, next time you have a headache or need some energy, this would be a great one to do. You just sit in a chair with your feet flat on the ground and all you do is you... You're going to breathe through your nose. You inhale, raise your shoulders up towards your ears, and you exhale lower. And that's all. So close your eyes. Let's all try that. So inhale, raise your shoulders up. Exhale down. Let's do that for a little bit. Everyone begin. Inhale up. Exhale down. Inhale up. Exhale down. Keep going. Breathe, Breathe vigorously and move a little bit quickly. And we'll do it for about 15 more seconds. Just inhale and shoulders up exhale and lowering them, and see what happens. Got about 10 more seconds to go. Okay, everyone, now inhale, raise your shoulders up towards your ears, and now relax the breath and lower them. Have your hands in your lap and just sit for a moment and feel how you feel when energy is present. And this exercise instructs us in the fact that, you know, energy is not the province of ocean, sun, and wind. It also flows in us. And we can generate energy from within anytime we want. And one of the most powerful tools to do that with is the breath. Breath is an energy delivery system. And when we learn to create a relationship with energy, um, you know, we can always regenerate whenever we want. So most people, you know, in order to alter their state, to get more energy or to feel better, you know, they use something external like a pill or a substance or food or coffee or a stimulant all we need is the breath and breath really is pure energy, at least no toxic residue. Um, so there's not many things these days that are free, especially energy. So, um, you know, free energy is literally at the tip of the nose. It's called breathing and Kundalini yoga, you know, takes the science of breathing to the, to the greatest heights. It's just amazing. Um, there's one more um, thing that, that we can share, you know, next time, you, you know, a lot of people, you know, write to us, oh, I get anxiety attacks or I have trouble, you know, winding down. Um, here's something you can do to, to counter that. So what you do is you interlace your hands over your solar plexus and your eyes are just a little bit open, just barely open looking down and in. You inhale through puckered lips, long and deep. And you exhale through your nose. Once again, inhale to puck your lips, long and deep, and exhale through your nose. And keep doing that a little bit. So this, um, the solar plexus is the hub of the nervous system. That's really where anxiety attacks come from. Um, ultimately, it's the solar plexus. When the solar plexus get gets bound up from stress and emotional duress, you know it restricts your breathing and it kind of, you know, it, it causes a, a, us to panic a little bit when our breathing is constricted like that. So just keep going. Inhale, puckered lips, exhale nose, and uh, this is an amazing anti-stress technique. And if, you, if anyone out there has a family member or anyone that's, you know, has trouble with stress or has trouble winding down or gets panic attacks or is trying to quit smoking, this would be the perfect thing to give them. Okay, everyone relax the breath and just sit for a moment and feel how you feel. And remember that you can get back to this feeling anytime you want just by doing the simple technique. Um, You know, smoking has been called called dirty breathing because when we smoke, we are fooling our nervous system into thinking we're breathing. Um, But, you know, breathing is better and obviously way more healthy, So next time, you know, if anyone out there feels the need to, you know, smoke a cigarette or, or eat something that you know you shouldn't or whatever, just instead just sit down and try this and it'll calm you down and give you a boost right away. Within just, you know, within three minutes you'll feel better and then you'll know that you can use that anytime you want to be in a, to alter your state for the better.
1: Yeah, I feel great. (laughs) So, you know, related to that, I have a question that, you know, something that I'm dealing with, and, you know, I wrote my book, The Passionate Life, for people who are, you know, who want to follow their dreams. And sometimes even when we're following our dreams and things are going well, we can feel really stressed out. Suddenly now we're really, you know, for example, I'm really, really busy and trying to make sure everybody, you know, knows about my book and setting up book signings and all of that, Um, how can kundalini yoga help me or help any of us who are even dealing with positive stress to stay focused and and keep feeling creative rather than getting into the whole stressed-out thinking?
3: Well, I think that um, meditation is key and it's important to remember that the faster things are going on the outside, the slower we have to make them on the inside. And so most people don't do that. The more things are happening the outside, the more their mind races, you know, the you know, the adrenals are on on you know in fight or flight mode and you know it has, one has trouble winding down and and focusing. So the faster things are on the outside, the slower things have need to be on the inside. And the quickest way to do that is, um, again, the breath. Uh, you know, the body follows the mind, and the mind follows the breath. So when we slow our breathing, our mind comes under our conscious control. Um, the other thing, so any of the you know breath meditations in meditation, Kundalini Yoga, there's lots of them in our book, will will make a big difference. The other thing uh, when things are, you know, um, going very fast in our lives is to work on what we call the navel chakra. The Sanskrit name is the monoporid chakra. It's the fire in the belly, and uh, that's what they call it in Western psychology. and Taoist yoga, it's the Tan Tian. In Egyptian yoga, it's the re- reservoir. Uh, um, in karate, karate, it's the hara. Um, this is one of the most. This is one of our most important tools. This is our power center. Uh, when the naval center is strong, when the naval fire is strong, we can, we can do less and get more done. Um, energetically speaking, when the naval is strong, we literally send send out lines of energy into the world. that sort of orchestrate things on our behalf. It's like an advance guard. You know, before the president or whatever goes and speaks somewhere you know, the Secret Service and everyone else goes and sets everything up. That's exactly what the naval chakra is like. It it kind of orchestrates things on our behalf. It gives us the patience and the focus to literally do less and get more done. And that's what everyone needs right now. Uh there's another mm. thing about the naval there's another thing about the naval chakra, which is that um, you know, we like to cite naval power as the missing ingredient in many people's halting attempts to transform. In other words, so many people have the best of intentions for themselves, but they wind up taking one step forward and two steps back. They, they create an intention, but they can't sustain their intention. They can't, they, they, they're unable to do what they decide. Well, according to yoga, when we have a strong, and I've seen this in, in our lives and the lives of our students, when our navel is strong, we can self-determine. We can literally do what we decide to do. And we can—it's um, all, you know—it's also um, the ability to set up our lives to our own specifications. As I said before, do less and get more done. So in Kundalini Yoga, we have a lot of techniques to develop the navel chakra, and that—that's a really important tool. In fact, all—all all the chakras are important, and uh, you know, the chakras—chakras chakras are energy centers along the spine that relate to specific frequencies of our you know, capability and caliber and expression in life. And to live, to have the full human experience, we really need to have all the chakras activated. Uh, we say that the chakras represent the complete spectrum of the human experience. So one thing that Kundalini Yoga does is just allow for the free flow of energy through through the chakra system. The chakras are the energetic counterparts to important glands or nerve flexi. Um, for instance, um, The uh, throat chakra, called the Fasita chakra, is the energetic counterpart of the thyroid gland. And that relates to our ability to speak our truth, to to be direct in our communication. And when the throat chakra is activated, we can be master manifestors because it relates to the Mm -hmm. element ether, so we can make our concepts concrete and literally create a form out of formula. Um, So if you read our book, you learn about all the other chakras and actually life exercises you can do to work on them in, in your life as well as in your practice.
1: Wow. Okay. I really can't wait to get your book. <laughs> so, um, just another another question I think that's related to what a lot of listeners might be dealing with. So if people are dealing with stress for a long enough period of time, they often become depressed. And are there specific things that uh, Kundalini yoga can do to address the feeling of being depressed.
3: Yes. Um, first of all, what happens when we're under stress for a while? Our sympathetic nervous system literally gets stuck in the on position. So that's fight or flight. So what happens is we experience fight or flight all day and all night, and that's not a sustainable way to be. It's just something's going to break down if that, you know, happens for too long. So um, depression has many causes. Uh, the ultimate cause for depression is when our outer circumstances don't resonate with our inner reality, or vice versa. That we feel that you know our lives are not what are not who we are, are not serving who we are. Um, there's one exercise in, in Kundalini yoga called Sat Kriya which is very powerful for depression. It works among other things. Um, again, the navel chakra. When the navel chakra is strong, it's 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 pretty much impossible to be depressed. Um, the other thing that we need to do to address depression to address depression is to have a relationship with energy, because many people that are depressed are operating at an energy deficit, and again, that's not a sustainable way to be. It just it it won't. It's not a way to you know. You can can only live that way for so long. So, again, you know, in Kundalini Yoga, we use the breath and other methods to literally create a relationship with energy and put back what we put out. Um, The other thing that relates to depression is the uh, glandular system, of course, notably the thyroid. And these days, so many people have thyroid issues. uh, And there's many reasons for that. Um, You know, much of that is lifestyle-related. Much of that relates to heavy metals and toxins in to the environment. But, um, you know, in Kundalini Yoga, we, we address that. You know, these days, to, to be a successful human being, one basically, one basically has to be a yogi. There's, no, there's really no way around it. And um, one thing that it means to be a yogi is to be in a constant state of purification. You know, all day long, we're basically taking in toxins, you know, from the air and everything else. So we need to be, you know, purifying to stay ahead of the curve. So um, Kundalini Yoga and the lifestyle that goes along with it, which is basically just a a very healthy lifestyle, helps us to um, purify more than we're taking in because not only do, do we need to purify, you know, for the toxins we're taking in every day, but we all have an incredible backlog of toxins embedded in us from the years past when we, you know, didn't, know, you know, what a healthy lifestyle meant. So we need to, to take care of that as well. So uh, Kundalini Yoga is the perfect thing to sort of stay ahead of the curve and, and stay pure. And that'll help our immune system. That'll help, uh, you know, that also helps with depression because when the immune system is overtaxed, it, that can also lead to depression. So Kundalini Yoga works on all these levels to, And ultimately, you know, the ultimate cure for depression is to relate to our soul and, of course, Kundalini Yoga, know, you know, does that in amazing ways.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, you know, um, can you tell us a little bit more about the book, what we can expect with this book that we've been waiting for? It sounds wonderful.
3: Yeah, well, the book is 450 pages, and it's four and a half pounds. So it's, it's almost, you know, it's, it's part yoga book, part coffee table book. We have beautiful <laughs> photographs. Um, it took mm-hmm. ten years to create, and in the um, you know just um, and there, there's um, you know there's chapters about our our personal stories, our narrative in terms of how we came to this and what we went through to get here and what we feel is important. Um, there's chapters about the history of Kundalini Yoga, both ancient and new. Um, you know all all the basics for you know a lifetime yoga practice. And then, um, of course, uh, you know there's lots of fun uh, sets that you can practice on your own. Uh, there's a set for naval power. There's a set. There's a chapter called Long Live Youth for longevity and maintaining youth. Um, there's a chapter on meditation. There's a chapter called Methods of the Masters. Um, oh, there's also a chapter on um, how to um, develop your magnetic field. Your magnetic field is. The electrical emanation, the nervous system. When our magnetic field is strong, we have charisma and radiance, and that's what everyone mm. wants. When we, have, when we have charisma and radiance, you know, things we're magnetized to success. Things come to us, and um, so we ha- we have lots of techniques in how to build your radiance, so that when you, you know, out there among people, um, you know, instead of them draining you, you uplift them and you know, opportunities come your way and things like that. So that, that's an exciting chapter. So there's a whole bunch of chapters like that, and we go into everything in great detail. We also have um, alignment tips um, for every exercise. So we really go into detail in terms of how to do these really correctly and to maximize benefits. And, uh, and then, of course, we tell the benefits for every exercise. You know, this exercise works in your thyroid and parathyroid. Parathyroid, this expands your lung capacity, this works on your liver. So every exercise you'll know all the benefits that you're getting.
1: Wow, so um, and and with all of your DVDs and live streams, is that a good combination to have the book and also follow? Oh you
3: yeah, along? Well, <laughs> yeah, well, they, uh, our streaming media that's on raianna dot com as well as our DVDs and the book. Um, you know, it's great to um, do the DVDs and stream because then you get a, really, a real sense of how the exercises are paced, how they're practiced. And, you know, they're really a good combination. The book goes into, into greater detail about everything, things that we don't necessarily have time for to explain on a DVD. Um, you know, the alignment tips, the, uh, the benefits, and everything else. So they're a really good combination, actually. And um, we like to tell people that if you are interested in Kundalini Yoga, this this book is you know is the purchase of a lifetime you know it's something that you really want to have to recruit back again and again
1: so so how well let me ask you at this point how many dvds and live and and streaming videos do you have
3: we we have uh 25 dvds and about the the same amount of streaming um programs and um you know, we just uh, scratch the surface. We're, we're amping up to do a whole lot more filming, so we're going to have you know regular streaming pre- presentations. But right now, we've got about 25 DVDs and about 25 yoga streams. So wow. we have um, we have a DVD called Yoga Quick Fixes, just quick little techniques that you can use to address anything, you know, from headaches to to anything you can think of. Um, we have a, a DVD called Naval Power, so if you want to work that naval chakra, that'll help you. We have one called Fat Free Yoga, which is good not only for weight loss but great for gla- the glands and the thyroid. So, um, you know, basically, we've created these things as a resource for people. So, whatever's going on in their lives, they'll have something to turn to.
4: hmm
1: Yeah, and I and I love them. I have I have a whole library of your <laughs> DVDs. Um, so so how can listeners find your book, order your book, and, and also your DVDs, and and also find out about any um, workshops that you're giving?
3: Well, everything is on raviana.com. That's R-A-V-I-A-N-A.com, raviana.com. The book is being sold exclusively there now. The DVDs are on our website. Uh, the DVDs are on our website and on Amazon. Uh, the streaming is on our website. So if you – and also if you go to the website, you'll see our tour schedule. And, um, you know, you can see where we're going to be. Um, we are planning teacher trainings in various places throughout the country and world. We're actually going to to India uh, in uh, at the end of November to do a training. So we're excited about that. Um, nice. So, yeah, so it's all going to be um, – uh, there And those of you uh, in, in the southwest, we're, I believe we're going to be at the Sedona Yoga Festival in March. So you can put that on your calendars. And um, we're going to be doing a training in Springfield, Missouri, which is not too far from Texas, um, uh, in, in January. So those mm-hmm. things are on the horizon.
1: Awesome. And, and if people miss that, they can, of course, go to my website and the, um, the web link, I mean, the web post about this show and and your website will be, the link to your website will be there so they can find that and just click on it. Um, And, you know, thank you so much. I'm I'm really looking forward to receiving my book and um, and it's really exciting. And I want to thank you also, you know, um, in my book I quoted you guys from when you were on the show the last time and... You know, I want to thank you for for being on the show, and you know, um, you know, I found I felt that finding Kundalini Yoga and following your DVDs were really life changing for me, so I had to mention it, and um, and thank you for the wonderful testimonial that you wrote for my book.
3: Wow. Glad to do it. We were really excited to read it. It was great. Yeah. So
1: yeah. Thank you so much, and the best of luck with your book, and and have a wonderful time in your travels. And well, thank um, you. Looking, yeah, looking forward to catching up with you maybe along your
3: tour. Yeah, we do. We we want to try. We do want to meet you somewhere. So hopefully, uh, our paths will cross.
1: Absolutely, and I'd love to have you back on the program again sometime in the future.
3: Well, thank you. Thank you.
1: All right. Well, you have a good afternoon.
3: You too. Well, thank you, and I look forward to to seeing you soon.
1: Yes, same here. You take care. Bye-bye now. All right. So we're going to take a brief break, and we have lots more to come, so don't go anywhere. We will be right back.
0: Super psychologist Dr. Mara Karpel will be back after words from our sponsors.
2: Are you or a loved one a Medicare beneficiary? Help save you and Medicare money by stopping Medicare fraud. Fraud happens when Medicare is billed for services or supplies you never receive there are three easy things you can do to fight fraud. Review your Medicare claims for accuracy, protect your personal information, and be on the lookout for suspicious activity. For more information or to report fraud, call Medicare at 1-800-MEDICARE or your local SHIP counselor at the Area Agency on Aging at
0: 1-800-252-9240. Dr. Mara's new book is now available on Kindle. The Passionate Life, creating vitality and joy at any age by Dr. Mara Carpel, host of Your Golden Years, is ready for your reading pleasure. And remember to listen to Dr. Mara Carpell and Your Golden Years live from Austin, Texas, every Sunday on blogtalkradio.com.
2: Please visit us on the web at com.
4: And we're back. If you're just joining us,
1: this is Dr. Maricarpel in your golden years, right here on BlogTalkRadio.com and on DrMaricarpell.com. And um, I, for news, I'd want to fill you in on some news. So. As you've heard on the commercial, and as I've mentioned, my book is right now out on Kindle. It's on sale right now for 99 cents, and that's going to go on for a couple of weeks longer. So this is the best time to purchase a copy. So go to Amazon, and you can put in my name, Mara Carpell, or you can look for The Passionate Life, Creating Vitality and Joy at Any Age, and just. You know, with a with a Kindle version of the book, you don't actually have to own a Kindle. It can be downloaded to any device. You just have to download the free Kindle app um, to your smartphone, to your iPad, and I've even heard that it can be downloaded to a laptop laptop computer. So, you know, for ninety nine cents, even if you want to have the soft cover book Uh, When it comes out in September, you can get it right now for $0.99 and get a jump start on it. Um, And if you like it, please write a review. (laughs) I love those. Um, Also, I just posted a blog in thriveglobal.com and in medium.com so you might want to take a look at that. It's a little um, sneak peek into the book. It's the prologue of the book, really. And um, what else? Oh, I'm getting ready to do a little mini book tour. So I will be announcing where I'll be. I plan to be hitting a couple of bookstores up in the New York and Connecticut area right after the book launches in September. Um, probably. The the middle of September, the book launch is September 10th. I probably will be get, um, signing books in those bookstores up in that area in, a few days later, maybe the next weekend. And then I will be here in Austin, Texas at a few places. And then we're heading to Colorado. So... Um, if you're in Colorado, around the Colorado Springs area and around the Boulder, Colorado area, we probably, I probably will be there and might have a little music with me so to make it more of a show. So, but I'll give you the details as I have them all, you know, the, I don't want to give you any details now until I have it all secured. So that's the... The latest with the news. So, what I wanted to to do this evening, I promised last week, would be another sneak peek into the book. So, for those people who do take a look at the my Amazon page and and um, go to the link where you can download the Kindle app, they do give you a little bit of a free sample, and I believe it's the first three chapters, including the forward and the prologue and the introduction. Maybe it's chapter one, but I'm going to give you something else for free, and that is chapter 15, which is Surviving and Forgiving the Critics. And I've spoken about this topic before, but now I'm going to talk about it again, and this is at Chapter 15 of the book. Um, and I think it's really important because, I, um, and it's interesting because I just came across the same topic today when I was, I, um, I was reading yoga journal today, and one of the yoga teachers was talking about how when you start to um, follow your dreams, which is, what, after all, what the book is about, Following Your Dreams. And I want to, let me just jump off the topic a little bit and just, you know, mention an aside. When I talk about following your dreams, it really, I'm not defining following your dreams. So your dream could be really, really big. It could be something you've always wanted to do. It could be a big change in your career. It could be a new career after retirement. Um, It could be a big move to somewhere new. But following your dreams can also be small but powerful things. So they don't have to be something that causes you to take the risk of leaving a job and leaving. Uh, I certainly recommend that people um, follow your dreams responsibly. (laughs) So... Don't leave your livelihood without some other form of income coming in. But it can be something like, for example, deciding that you want to feel healthy and you want to feel um, relaxed and you want to feel more creative and you decide, hey, I really like listening to Ravi Singh and I would like to start incorporating kundalini yoga into my life on a daily basis or I would like to start including yoga of any sort or meditation or exercise or eating healthy into my life daily. And I'm going to commit to that. And as you do that, you start to notice that things start changing in your life, that you start feeling good, you start feeling more energetic And you get more creative ideas about what you're going to do next to make a positive change in your life. Um, I've known people who um, began taking yoga classes just for their own um, enjoyment and relaxation and exercise. And it ended up deciding that they were going to become yoga teachers. Um, But you don't, you know, as I mentioned to Robbie, you don't have to become a yoga teacher. You can do it just for your own benefit and it can help you to have creative ideas about what else you want to do in your life. So so that aside, whatever the dream is, whether it is um, a big change or or small but extremely powerful changes that have a big effect, like becoming healthier and becoming more fit, um, eating healthier, exercising, meditating, doing kundalini yoga, doing any kind of yoga. Um, When you start to make those changes, um, people in your life are going to have different reactions. So some people, we expect that when we start doing great things, people in our lives will be supportive and they will think it's wonderful and they will tell us, oh, you look wonderful or that's so great or I want to do that. But the reality is that that isn't really what always happens. There will be some people who who have that reaction that we expect and there will be other people, even people who are very close to us, who have a strong negative reaction. Um, as you know as this article that I was reading about this yoga instructor who made a big change in her life was saying that she was really surprised that people were so negative or that some of your friends what she said was don't expect that all of your friends are going to get it so Your friends might not be negative, but they might be um, excited. (laughs) So you're very excited about something new in your life. You've changed the way you eat. You're exercising. You're meditating. You're feeling really good. Or you have had this new insight about something wonderful that you're going to do with your life. And you very excitedly tell your friends. And some of your friends might react like, oh, that's nice, and then go on to tell you about something else, you know, something that they read in a magazine about a a movie star or something that seems very trivial at that moment when you're all excited about what you're doing. Um, Not all of your friends are going to get it, and not all of your friends are going to be happy about it. Not all of your family members are going to be happy about it. And then, you know, sometimes your friends and your family might have negative reactions out of, out of concern for you, that they're really worried that you might be making such a big change and it might not work out and you might end up, you know, losing everything. And that's why I say, you know, follow your dreams responsibly. So what they point out to you might be legitimate right? Don't leave your job until you see that there's some other form of income coming in somehow, right? Um, so they might legitimately have concerns. But you might have it all figured out. You might have already um, figured out where the money is coming from and how are you going to do it. And and it, you really have taken um, into account everything that you're you know, all of the risks, and you have answers for them. And so their legitimate concerns are really not, you know, they're not well-founded, but they still might be concerned anyway. And so it doesn't mean that you shouldn't follow your dreams and you should give it up because your family and your friends are worried about you, but just having an understanding that maybe they're negative reaction is just plain out of concern. And so you want to let them know, well, no, I understand this is what I'm doing and this is how I'm going to do it, and don't worry because I have that covered. Um, And, you know, there is a little bit of risk when you step out there and you follow your dreams. Sometimes it's financial risk. Sometimes it is um, just that it, it isn't going to work out exactly as you planned. Um, Sometimes it's the risk of embarrassment, whatever it is. And you can't protect yourself from risk if you want to follow your dreams. You can't completely protect yourself. And, in fact, um, as the author Tasha Silver wrote in her book, Outrageous Openness, um, if everyone loves you, you're probably playing way too safe. If you're real, at least a few people might be annoyed. A little criticism. Criticism sometimes can be an awfully good sign. So that speaks to the fact that there are going to be people who are going to have negative reactions not because they're concerned about you or because they don't get it, but because maybe they feel jealous or you know, they're nervous that now you're moving ahead while they're not moving ahead and they don't want to have to take big risks like you're doing. Um, You know, I've run across people who were upset with me eating healthy foods. That sounds kind of funny, but maybe it was because it made them look at what they were eating and they didn't want to have to change their diet I wasn't telling them to, but somehow they felt that my eating healthy was a criticism of their diet. So, you know, it's really important to be able to um, listen to what people say, be able to weed out what what is legitimate concern, what do I really need to take into account, are they saying something that maybe I need to think about, and what is just criticism? Because they don't get it or because they're negative. And sometimes people will actually be a little bit more than critical. They might be really, really mean. Um, so, you know, it's important to be able to let those mean type of Types of criticism and verbal assault um, roll off of us, and that, that's that's often hard to do, especially when they come from people who we consider to be close to us, whether it's our family, our friends, or even our partners. Um, so, you know, it's important to take into account that even. People who care about us might say once in a while say something mean, um, and we have to be able to let it roll off of us without just completely walking away from that relationship. Um, if the meanness is a pattern, well, then that's something to consider. Um, is this some, you know, a relationship that I want to continue? But you know, we all say things that are kind of mean at times. Um, because maybe we're not feeling well or we're feeling irritable that day. Um, one of the guests who has been on this program, um, Dr. David Ricco, wrote the book, The Five Things We Cannot Change. And one of the absolute truths that he wrote in that book is that people are not loving and loyal all of the time. And that applies to even our closest relationships. And when we can accept this as an absolute truth, then we won't be disappointed when it happens that those people who are dear to us say or do something that is the opposite of what we might consider to be loving. So we don't want to get caught up in those criticisms because that will lead us to getting off track. Um, we have to be able to, to let it go. And what, what Rico recommends in his book for preventing hurt feelings is to keep the focus on the disagreement if you're, if you're having a discussion with that person rather than personally attacking each other. And, you know, no matter what, there are going to be times that hurtful criticisms are, are made. And sometimes, and I wrote about this in the chapter as well, that while many of my mentors and teachers along my journey have been those who have touched my soul with their light and helped me to find my own light, sometimes the most impactful teachers have been those I've come across on the path who, like a venomous snake, view their toxins at me from their own place of pain. And they often takes a lot of digging to unearth a real lesson mixed in with the venom. Um, So the lesson in in that. You know, we're living in a time when anger and meanness seem to be spreading like epidemics, including fighting with friends uh, about differences of opinion, making it personal, becoming mean. Um, People tend to be more bullying more recently and they their goal is to hurt. And words really do hurt. Um, we hear about, you know, teen suicide due to bullying and words. So um, you know, we there is definitely a reaction to words being thrown at us in a negative way. But us our responding in like by being mean back just contributes to more meanness in the world, and um, you know I think I've observed that there seems to be less compassion that people feel towards each other, and people are losing the losing touch with the art of really listening to each other in order to fully understand what a person might feel or to learn from their experiences. People want to, um, are not really listening. They're thinking about what is the next comeback that they're going to make. What's the next thing they're going to say? So here are some things that I've learned um, for surviving the critics and being able to get over that venom that we feel has been thrown at us and for being able to stay on our path towards our dreams and to be more creative and expansive in our lives. Um, Number one, very often people strike out when they themselves are are experiencing deep emotional pain. So sometimes people put us down in order that they can feel more superior. Now, this doesn't make their behavior okay, by understanding that that person is in a lot of pain but having that understanding helps us to have compassion and for them and to, and the result is that we won't take what they say so personally um as Don Miguel Ruiz who wrote The Four Agreements said and he was also on this program when when it first started on the radio um he wrote in his book The Four Agreements don't take anything personally Nothing others do is because of you. What others say and do is a projection of their own reality and their own dreams. When you are immune to the opinions and actions of others, you won't be the victim of needless suffering. So remember that. Don't take anything personally. The second lesson is that when we practice mindfulness, um, and I've given a lot of um, Recommendations in the book about how to practice, you know, how to become more mindful, how to practice more mindfulness. Some of them have come from the guests that have been on the show. Um, And there are many books about mindfulness meditation. And when we practice mindfulness, it's easier for us to step back away from the fight and see it more clearly as being more about the other person than it is about us. And mindfulness gives us the ability to calm down and to better think through our response so that we can respond in a value-creating way, a way that creates value rather than in, in a harmful way. As Jack Kornfield wrote in his book, A Lamp in the Darkness, with mindful we can see clearly, free ourselves from reactivity and respond wisely. And then, the third lesson that I wrote about that I learned is that every morning I, I silently recite a self-affirmation, and I uh, this is an affirmation that I created created using one that Jack Kornfield writes in his book The Earth is My Witness. I kind of changed it, I modified it to fit for me as a self affirmation and I say to myself let my body be solid like a mountain and my mind open like the sky may I rest on the earth like a Buddha which is who is an enlightened being and become acquainted with my capacity to witness all that arises and to remain centered and stable and steady in the midst of it all so sitting solidly being aware of everything, standing back and observing, and remaining steady and stable in the midst of everything we observe. Fourth lesson and tip is that it's okay to cry about it if you feel like it. Tears are cleansing and can be detoxing. Um, Also, it's okay to tell a trusted friend. About difficult about these difficulties, someone who can help us to put things into a better perspective and maybe see the bigger picture that we're not able to see, or maybe speaking to a mental health professional, um, who someone who's objective who can point out how the person's reaction to us is about them and not us. But holding it inside just makes the energy, the negative energy of it, more. Um, intense but on the other hand talking about it over and over again is not good either because that actually intensifies the energy so don't keep talking about it once you have released it and have seen um, the bigger picture and can feel peaceful about it don't keep talking about it and the other piece of advice in that tip is choose your confidence Wisely, don't talk to a friend who's going to make you feel worse about it. Who's going to increase the negative energy of it? Speaking to a paid professional um, is the best idea. And then the fifth tip: surround yourself with positive people who treat you with love and respect. Um, when when we do this, it helps us to see that we're worthy of love, and it reminds us of how we want to be treated by others. And Showing kindness and compassion rather than taking out our sadness or anger on others is extremely powerful in transforming negative energy into healing energy. So um, if somebody acts meanly or nasty to us, one of the best things we can do is to decide that the next person we come in contact with, we're going to be really kind to, or we're going to engage in an act of generosity and kindness. It immediately shifts our energy, our emotional uh, uh, response, um, and it adds to kindness in the world, and it takes away the energy of that sort of negativity that we're feeling badly about. And finally, we need to ask ourselves if we also have become come so caught up in being right that we find ourselves making personal attacks toward other people as well. You know, our own ego thrives on being right. But the momentary thrill of winning an argument, if that actually happens, is just momentary. And it doesn't bring joyfulness within. And it certainly doesn't bring peace to the world. Um, Instead, it increases our grief and separation from, other people and even more importantly it increases our separation from ourselves it takes away our time it takes away our energy to follow our passions or to find out what our passion is or to even help our neighbors and many of the arguments that we get into are based on a false belief that things are black and white while in reality Things are rarely black and white. Mostly um, the the things that happen, things that we encounter, are filled with various nuances of shades of gray. Um, Most of us don't like that feeling of gray. It feels insecure. It's the unknown, and that makes us uncomfortable. So we want to make things black and white, making ourselves right and the other wrong but this causes more distance and pain. So if we're willing to accept many shades of gray and we're willing to understand that um, other people are reacting out of their own pain, then we're able to then move forward in our lives and not allow um, criticisms by other people to keep us from following our dreams, to keep us, to cause us to feel depressed or anxious or angry, which get in the way of following our dreams. And it helps us to then be able to forgive other people and be able to move forward. So, you know, doing things, and, I, and this is in a later chapter of the book, doing things like exercising, can help to get any anger in us out. It helps to like work out that anger, and I think um, the Kundalini Yoga that Ravi Singh was just talking about is extremely powerful in shifting energy. So if we're feeling um, badly because somebody has said something negatively, if negative to us, if we're feeling bad about ourselves or angry at at them or depressed or stressed out, then um, taking our attention away from that and focusing for an hour, an hour and a half on doing something like a yoga routine or a kundalini yoga routine or an exercise routine or walking in nature will significantly shift our focus, shift our energy and we can get back on track. Feeling passionate and joyful and vital, and having a lot of vitality, so on that note, um, again, be sure to download my book so you can read all of the other chapters and uh, next week, I will give you another little sneak peek into the book. I'm also working on a course based on the book where I go a little deeper, and um, I am. I have an outline for it, and I'm working, on, I'm working on putting it together. But if you're listening to this and you have read the book or you've taken a look at what's in the book and you would like a particular topic to be discussed further in the course, if you're interested in taking the course, which will be uh, available this fall, please send me an email to Dr. Mara, DrMara, at drmarakarpel.com d-r-m-a-r-a-k-a-r-p-e-l dot com .com, or go through my website and um, I would love to hear your input as I create the course so that I know that it's addressing issues that you're interested in hearing about all right so um, we're not going to take a break we're going to go right on to our next guest because I see he's on the phone um, come, right now, we have Brian Wedgworth on the phone, joining us from the Rio Grande Valley of Texas, and Brian is a metal sculptor. Welcome, Brian.
5: Hi, hi, Dr. Mara. Uh, how are you doing this today?
1: I'm okay. I just want to let you know, when we speak like this, there's a very slight delay, like two or three seconds, so just so, just so you know, because sometimes that can trip us up. We don't know
5: about okay. it. Okay. Okay. So I hope you
1: are you are you in the Rio Grande Valley? Was I correct about that?
5: Yes, I am actually sitting at my studio in Harlingen, Texas, um, in the one air conditioned spot in the whole studio. <laughs> yeah, um, I hope you're
1: staying cool. <laughs>
5: yeah, we 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 usually start here at the about the six or seven in the morning, and we shut it down about three three thirty. Because it just gets too unbearable hot, unbearably hot. So
1: Yeah, I can imagine. So so thank um, you for joining us. Thank you for taking some time out this afternoon. And um maybe you can tell our listeners a little bit about you and your your history.
5: Okay, well, um I was born in San Antonio, Texas and uh I'm uh, 44 years old working artist. I started I've been welding for a little bit over um 30 years. Uh I took art uh art and ag mech in high school and uh one night uh walking through the campus of uh Pan American at the time which is now the University of Texas uh the Rio Grande Valley, uh I discovered a light coming from the back of a studio what I didn't know was a studio at the time and I wandered in and it was an artist making a sculpture inside and I didn't know that, that you could go to school for that and I signed up for a course. And um from there I met uh Richard Heisland, who was a uh uh incredible person and sculptor in the Rio Grande Valley and um he saw that I could well coming into the class and um Invited me out to his place out in Mission where he was working on a project, um, which happened to be a 50-foot statue of the Virgin of Guadalupe. And being 19 at the time, um, seeing his studios, he had two studios. He had a metal studio and a, a ceramic studio and a house that he built uh, with his wife. It, it uh, changed my life. You know, I worked on this project two summers. It was, um, it was a great experience. Uh, made a lot of good friends, lifelong friends and working on this project and me and Heisen became really good friends and I was a studio assistant for many, many years. Um, and, uh, fast forward onto that, uh, 2000, around 2004, I got my, well, uh, 2004, I got my studio here in Harlingen. I've had it for going on, uh, well, 14 years now. Um, it's an old warehouse in downtown. Uh, it's about 5,000 square feet. Um, me and my wife both, uh, my wife is a working artist. She's a metalsmith and painter, and she's my my rock. Uh, next mm-hmm. month we're celebrating eight, 18 years of marriage.
1: Wow! Congratulations.
5: <laughs> yeah, thank you. And um, so, but uh, just been working. We've been both working on the uh, in the valley. I've been very fortunate to to have a lot of uh, local support and uh, collectors in in the valley across the valley and uh, across the state and I have pieces uh, in different parts of the United States and um, so it just it just it's been uh, a long go and we're we're really having a good time i got some uh, projects i'm working on i got a big commission for their uh, uh avenue um Magnet All Art Elementary School in Harlingen here, and I uh, got a commission for a piece at the entrance, and it's something mm. I'm working on try, trying to get out, uh, pushed out of the studio, and then I have some other projects that are in the works.
1: So how big are your sculptures?
5: Oh, uh, they go from tabletop to the tallest. I want to say is probably about uh, on its pedestal, 21 feet. It's on Main uh, Main Main and Maple in McAllen, Texas at the Old Town Center. Um, wow. It's, it's an interesting, it, that one has an interesting story. Uh, a good friend of mine, uh, David Weisfeld, uh, commissioned me to do this piece, and it happened to be right across the street from the apartment where me and my wife first got uh, married. Uh, uh, we lived in a little garage walk-up. There was a ceramics and painting studio downstairs, and we lived in this little uh, apartment. We were paying, 100. I think it was like $125 a month and just just starting out our <laughs> lives, we, we just got married. <laughs> and, uh-huh. Uh, wow. And then I get to put this, this uh, big sculpture right across the street. where we, And it's uh, called Ascension. It's a ladder. I do a lot of ladders in my work because uh, ladders to me are symbolizing the journey of life. You know, you're climbing and you're moving forward and you're going up and mm-hmm. all these things that you do in your life and you, you kind of rise and just keep rising. So uh, what a wonderful way to kind of mark. Where I started my journey with my wife, we we built this really big ladder. <laughs> yeah, so. that's
1: that's uh, you know coming around full circle for sure. It must feel yeah. wonderful. Yeah. So so where where are your statues? You said they're all over the um, country.
5: Uh, another, I have some in the country. Some uh, I have a couple places in New York. they have some in uh. uh, uh Uh, North Carolina I have some I have one piece in Ireland I have uh, pieces in Texas uh, across the the state San Antonio some in Houston uh, Dallas Um, so I have uh, work scattered scattered about I enjoy I enjoy uh, I really enjoy the work and building a piece and and having to find a home um, and then getting to visit it later and it's life. It's like visiting an old friend, and I and and, right. and it something that it, you create a you you create a, a piece of yourself, and then somebody and takes it into their home, and they enjoy it, and they love it, and and you know it's cared for, and that's that's, that's it's it's a wonderful thing. So are the
1: pieces um, in New York are they privately owned or small, are they
5: pri- uh, private pri- privately owned small small pieces, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah.
1: Okay, yeah. okay. Um. How long does it usually take you to do one of these sculptures?
4: Um,
5: it depends on the uh, depends on the process. Uh, at the time, I'll. I have a big. I have a big studio, so there's a lot of material in here, um, and I'll start moving things around and pushing things around, and I'll start lining up components, and I'll build a lot of different uh, circles, squares, uh, triangles, and I'll build all these components, and then it's bringing them back to the table and then kind of orchestrating them in a way that, that suits me and feels good. And I start putting them together and it becomes kind of a dance in the studio where you're, you're, you're got a lot of different things going on and I'll work on, you know, I'll work on 10 pieces in the studio and just kind of move them forward all simultaneously to get them done, get, get them done, um, and If I get bored on one and I'm not too sure what I want to do to finish it, I'll move on to the next, and and it just kind of keeps the workflow going.
4: Uh-huh. And,
5: uh huh. And so summers are rough in South Texas; they've always been. We usually try to yeah. change up our schedule. We change up our schedule, and then the winter, we we we're pretty steady here in the studio. So. Mhm.
4: Mhm.
5: But um, yeah. The. Go ahead.
1: So how can how can listeners see your see your work? Is there any place where they can go uh, to
5: see you I have, I have online? There is a I have Brian Wentworth Art on Instagram and then I also have uh there's some pieces in McAllen. There's a piece on Maine and Maple in McAllen, Texas. There is a piece in the courtyard at the uh IMIS, which is the International Museum of Art and Science in McAllen. There's uh, uh, and some commercial real estate. There's uh, some apartment complexes in McAllen, uh, stone wood apartments and um, uh, mosaic apartments. They have uh, incorporated art, uh, not only my art, other artists from across the Valley into the, into the living places to raise the quality of life. And it's, a, it's, it's really neat that uh, Juan Carlos Suarez is, um, brought this to the Valley and, and incorporated art into, into his, his living, living spaces. It kind of gives people, you know, just, it gives them something to think about, you know, you're, they're walking, they have a sculpture, they have a painting, or they have different things. And it just raises the quality, quality of life. I'm a most, uh, mm-hmm. firm believer in public art. Um, I'm a board member of the Texas sculpture group. I've been, uh, obviously the last four years, uh, we promote uh, sculpture across the state, uh, having group shows, pop-up shows in Austin and Houston and, and Dallas, and uh, there's about 100 and 120 members, I believe, in the, in the group currently, and we're one of the three chapters that are affiliated with the uh, International Sculpture Center, which is uh, based out of uh, New York. Oh,
1: wow. So do they have a website? <laughs>
5: The Texas Sculpture Group, yes, it's a Texas group uh dot com.
1: Okay. I believe. Okay, great. And again, um so your your Instagram account that has your um
5: sculptures uh, but a lot of image a, a lot of images of my work there's it's a uh uh, uh, uh Brian Wedgworth Art um uh, at Instagram, I believe. Okay.
1: Brian Wedgworth Art. Okay. Yes. Okay, great. Cause yep. I'm gonna I'm gonna post the link to that on my web post that the show, so people can go okay. and see. I took a look in at your uh, Facebook and saw some mm-hmm. of your some of your work there, and actually Googled you, and and a whole bunch of your sculptures showed up on Google.
4: Yeah.
1: Very mm-hmm. nice. Beautiful, yeah. beautiful uh, work, and really impressive when you look at how massive some of the some of the pieces are and you know working with metal it's incredible
5: it's it's been it's been a lot of fun um Harlingen has a lot of great things going um the studio's here because of it's it's downtown it's it's great we uh we're on our fourth fourth year that they've done the art walk downtown the last Friday of the month and that's been a great change i mean we were here ten years and then 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 a, a gallery opened up um, and then it just kind of blossomed. There's a a lot of studios and things happening in the downtown area and uh, Art Walk is growing every every month. So it's it's exciting. It's exciting to see that happening in the valley.
1: Yeah, that's great. That's great. Well, um, is there so so the main place where people can look is at your Instagram account?
5: Instagram account and then. Um, I'm on. I'm on. I'm on Facebook. On. Uh, so okay. Uh, and if people yeah. wanna,
1: if there's anybody listening who actually wants to commission, a piece from you, how can they? Would they do um, that on Facebook?
5: Uh, Facebook or the contact information will be updated on the on the Instagram account. So, okay. So I'm not sure if it's there now, but it'll, it'll be it'll be updated uh, if it's not. So,
1: okay. All right. So I'll put I'll put that there on the website yeah. as well. Great. So, well, good luck to you and um all congratulations right. about having all of your work around the country. That's that's
5: wonderful. Well, thank you so much. It's a, it's been a long it's been a long journey, but it's been fun. And uh, I tell a lot of young artists, you know, never give up, you know, just keep making work. You know, they said, well, I don't sell it, well, I said, just keep making work, you stick to it, you have a lot of, you uh, stick to stand fast and tenacity and just keep, and just, I, just, just keep building.
1: I agree. I agree. That's the whole focus of this show is, is uh, following your dreams and you're just sticking to it. Okay. So that's great. All right. Yeah. Well, you have a good evening and thank you so much for coming on the program.
5: Well, thank you so much for having me. All right. You have a good good evening. Thank you. Stay cool. All right. Bye-bye. All
1: right. Bye-bye. All right. So we have come to the end of another program. And before Art knocks me off the air here, I want to let you know what's happening next week. Um, Next Sunday, August the 5th, we'll be back. Um, with another great program we'll be joined by author deborah chang who also goes by the pen name dj chang and she'll join us from california to talk about her new book first Mistakes, facing death finding life a love story about defying the odds and a spiritual memoir about the search for identity partnership and the meaning of life And also the awesome, internationally recognized violist, recording artist, composer, holistic healer, and first violist for the New York Pops Orchestra, Dr. Karen Olson, will be joining us once again with her music. Um, She'll be joining us from New York and more. I'll give you a little bit more sneak peeks into my book and anything else that comes up during the week, I we'll be talking about. And if you want to hear this evening's program again and read the information from this show and learn about upcoming shows, listen to previous programs, get the links from uh, any of the websites or other social media links that we talked about on this evening's program, then go to my website, drmarakartel.com, D R M A R A K A R P E com and all of that information and the podcast from this evening's program will be posted later this evening. And you can also listen to this evening's program in as soon as five minutes from now by going directly to Blog Talk Radio, that's B L O G Talk Your Golden Years. And be sure to follow me on Facebook for all of the latest information. Dr. Mara Carpell, Your Golden Years is for the radio show. And The Passionate Life by Dr. Mara Carpell is for my book. So follow those for anything, um, you know, up to the minute. And this evening's program was produced by Accomplice Entertainment, Postal Productions, and Psyched Up Productions and sponsored by neurologist and memory specialist Dr. Ronald DeVere and by Story House. And special thanks to my guests Ravi Singh of Raviana and Brian Wedgworth. And, of course, thank you, Art. Thank you all for listening. Have a peaceful night, an inspiring week. And remember, youth has no age. Good night, everyone.
4: I've been running my life away. Moving when I like to the same every day. I just gotta get out of here. And
1: Plus.